Glitterball Podcast. The dust has finally settled and Jordan has reigned triumphant. But before the year is out, I thought it would be fun to take one last look back at the class of 2023 and the triumphant reboot that has been at Big Brother UK. And that's what we're doing today on He's Always Watching a 2023 recap. So grab your festive snacks, grab a hot drink, and let's have a chat about the year that was under the all-watchful eye of Big Brother. Welcome to He's Always Watching, a Big Brother podcast. Before we get into the discussion, dissection and analysis of this episode, just a reminder, I'm not judging these housemates as total people. I'm judging them off the edit we are seeing, so please be kind and don't send any hate. It's only a game show. It's not that serious. Hello, friends, and welcome to a festive episode of He's Always Watching a Big Brother podcast because we are now practically in the middle of December and I thought it would be fun to take one last look at the year that was. What an incredible season we have had and I thought it would be remiss of me to not come back. Now that the dust has settled, give you some general thoughts about this magnificent and triumphant return that I never foresaw. I mean, it's certainly doing better than a lot of international formats, or at least one. Can't possibly think of who that is. I'll leave that up to your imagination. And my God, this makes me happy. Because Big Brother UK has always been a juggernaut, and I never thought we would get back to juggernaut level of Big Brother. I mean... 38 million streams for the episodes alone. Then you've got the live stream stats that I am now completely misremembering. But this series has been fucking huge, whichever way you shake it. And, oh, my God, that... First of all, makes me happy for ITV because they took the gamble. Second of all, makes me so thrilled for the fans of Big Brother UK because... It's been away for a long, long time and it's proof if you take care of a format and do it the right way, sure, modernise it, absolutely. But if you do it the right way at its core, it can succeed beyond any measure that I'm sure ITV had and... I'm just sat here like, whoa, that is a lot of streaming time. Because I think that's the reality too, is Big Brother as a show, regardless where it is in the world, needs to adapt to the streaming life that has become the norm now with your Netflix and whatever else in the world. Do you know what I mean? So this just, I don't know, it makes me happy. I'm very excited for next year and another batch of housemates. They're going to have some fucking big shoes to fill. That is for certain. I wish the casting team all the luck in the world because they really pulled together some gems with this cast. So they're going to have their hands full. It's going to be very interesting, I think, 
to see who applies for Big Brother 2024 off the back of the wild success of this, are we going to get an influx of I'm just here to build my Instagram or I'm just here to build my OnlyFans kind of people because they've gone, oh, wow, look at the success of this. I can make some coin. We'll see. I hope not. I hope that the casting team are able to kind of filter that out because that would be a real shame. But they honestly, they've had so many gems with this season that they have their hands well and truly full, I think. That is safe to say. Let's jump in to some talk about our wonderful housemates. Do you know what? I think the people that are going to stick in my brain from this season are Jordan, Yinrun, Henry to a certain extent, and probably Trish. Those are the ones that just, I think, have contributed more overall, given their length of time in the house, to the lasting memory of this season. Maddie as well, it's tricky because they're all kind of, in a way, kind of conjoined. I mean, that's what you get. You live in a house with a whole bunch of people. But I feel like, especially the back end of this season, to a certain extent, with the explosive letters and the kind of double eviction avalanche that we had will stick in my brain. Because, to be fair, as much as I was like, oh my God, they're rushing everybody out the door, it wasn't like a four-in, four-out Channel 5 kind of moment. Thank Christ that's never happened again because that was an absolute disaster and clearly a cry for help. I said it at the time and I will continue to say it till the end of time. So in a way, even though I was like, oh my God, I'm getting whiplash from all these evictions, they did it well. And quite frankly, I didn't really want to see any of them go. At least at the beginning, like... I honestly could have done with three weeks of them all being there just to let kind of tension simmer, maybe have like a public vote that was like non-destructive in the sense of it didn't remove anybody, but it shook them all up. Like that would be interesting because I think we're going to get like an extra two weeks next season. So maybe week one, nobody goes home. Week two, nobody goes home, but there's a public vote for some level of a twist that isn't an eviction, that could be really interesting in a way to sort of shake them up, make them aware that the public is there, but also no one's left yet. So that could be really intriguing to see how the dynamics cope. Because I really, I didn't want to see anybody go in the beginning. Frida was the right choice to go first, I believe, with the Kerry drama. But... I didn't really want to see anybody go. Zach, I think, le- left at the right time. I I honestly, and this is controversial, Zach probably could have left first over Farida. I think Farida had more to give us and we would have seen more of an implosion. Whereas Zach, nice guy, but clearly very, very conscious of how he's coming across, well, mainly, I guess, because he's a model and he's, you know, trying to save his career outside of the house. So, I don't know. 
It would definitely be interesting for them to play with the dynamics, but maybe not, like, evict anyone too soon next season. That would be a fun shift. The tasks this season overall were also spectacular. The amount of efforts put into the tasks really surprised me. As much as I'm still confused about the weird Hatchel task week from the, like, Western bar moment, which we didn't get to cover, which is actually quite funny. My apologies that we missed that. With the kind of drinking of the shots challenge, I thought that was great. Yin Run's face was delightful. Speaking of challenges, there was one that we didn't touch on fully, and that was the security breach task. This was a fabulous way of bringing in the loved ones from home, generally speaking. The fact that they had to choose which loved ones to send in and not allow was great. Uh, Jenkins' reaction to his mother was delightful. It was also really interesting kind of watching the housemates who made the decision grapple with their decisions. I thought that was really clever. The tasks this year have just been phenomenal and my eternal props to the task team because they killed it this season. They really did. After the break, we're going to talk about my predictions for Celebrity Big Brother. Why, hello there and welcome back. (sighs) Well, we have kind of smashed through the 2023 season and I want to look forward for a minute because next year, not only are we getting a new crop of civilian housemates, but for the first time in six years, we will get a brand new crop of famous faces entering Britain's most famous house which is a very exciting prospect I really am praying that Celebrity Big Brother stays as a once a year event because I think it brings back the joy the anticipation the secrecy all of the things that made that January season of Celebrity Big Brother the biggest event of the winter In this case, it'll be the biggest event of the spring from what I'm hearing. But I really, I don't want to see them milk the celebrity cow like Channel 5 did. That would be a massive, massive mistake. But I'm going to give you some suggestions. One in particular, well actually two in particular that were on our Late in Life panel. If we do not see the Vivian and Donna Preston in Celebrity Big Brother... I am going to riot because Donna Preston was fabulous on Scared of the Dark, which was kind of like Celebrity Big Brother. And the Vivian has been delivering such great commentary on Late and Live that it would be a crime to not see the Vivian in that house. I think they would be incredible as a housemate. So I really hope that happens. I feel like we could see the regular late and live uh, Jordans maybe end up in there as well. Both the Jordans. I think that is a distinct possibility. As for anybody outside of the late and live lineups, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I 
may, there's rumours of Philip Schofield, and I think that would be deeply interesting, given his uh, recent history with ITV. But I also can't pick it because, like, you look at who ITV's put in the jungle and I did not see that cast coming. You know what I mean? So we shall see. I have high, high hopes for Celebrity Big Brother, but I don't want them to milk it dry like Channel 5 did. It's going to be a very interesting year in 2024 because they can only really build on this success. I really want them to look after Civilian Big Brother because if they take some care with it, we could easily get a good five-year run out of this and, like, five years of joy because it's honestly like it never left in the best way, if that makes sense. Like, it feels like a continuation of Big Brother, was it 19? Refreshed, evolved, but it's like putting on a pair of old comfy slippers in the best way. And I feel like there's so much life to give, depending on how you cast things. And at the end of the day, we've seen that with international flops. You cast poorly, you rate poorly. I'm sorry, it just is what it is. But that is all I have for you for this short little festive look back at the seasons. We've had tantrums, dressed as ants. We've had hot tub makeout sessions. We've had iconic songs. And we've had explosive evictions. And if that's not vintage Big Brother, I don't know what is. Before we go, I want to give you a little bit of an insight as to who you thought, according to the poll over on my Twitter, was going to win Big Brother. So, your top two was Jordan and Yinran with Olivia, Noki and Henry all in the respective order. It was a little bit clunky because I had to do it in two polls. But I think we can say the top two were Jordan and Yin Run. Obviously, we know how that shook out, but I just thought you might like that insight. Thank you so much for being here. This has been an absolute joy and probably my podcasting highlight of the year. So thank you. Thank you once again. I will see you in 2024 for all the star-shaped and non-star-shaped housemate shenanigans, but have a wonderful festive season until then. Please take care out there. And remember, Big Brother's not the only one who's always watching. See you soon. If you're going to miss my voice while we're on a break, then you can head to the link in our show notes where you can find all the other Glitterball podcasts that we do here and the Patreon if you want to support the glittery mission of bringing you all the pop culture moments in unique little ways. Glitterball Podcast.